Hey guys, how are y'all? Thank you for joining us. Um, and what we want to welcome you at the Rising Phoenix Table Talk Show. Um, it's your girl, Phoenix London, here. Thank you. Um, first of all, we want to discuss today with the topic that we will be discussing is self love and um, mindset. Um, which mindset correlates with, you know, mental health. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, so King, mm-hmm. what is self-love to you? Um, well, self-love is like, um, loving yourself and like just focusing on yourself before, just like focusing and loving yourself more before you love others because... If you don't know how to love your own self before others, then you're basically going to have problems. Um, You're basically going to, like, just focus on that person and and take care of that person instead of taking care of the both of you guys. Wow, I really like that, um, your perspective there. So, to me, self-love is, to me, self-love is, is basically, it's falling in love with yourself, you know, and the way you treat self will, will be the way you treat others, you know, and that, that, you know, and is and and also is is that you accept yourself completely as well as who you are you know um fully you treat yourself with kindness and respect and nurture your growth and well-being you know and as you do that for yourself that's saying you know they say the way you treat yourself is how you'll treat others so it starts from you Love starts from you. Love starts from inside you. And to me, that's what it is. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can really agree with that. Me too, I can basically, agree. That's basically how you love yourself. Like, what you were just saying. Like, maturing yourself, taking care of yourself. That's respecting yourself. Respecting, respecting yourself means loving yourself. So... Yeah, I can agree on that. And then also, I, I also believe that it's just not also how you treat yourself. It's also how you, how you, how you treat yourself also, how you treat your thoughts and your feelings as well. And that's very important, you know, um, you have to allow yourself to feel. You have to give the self the grace. You have to respect yourself. You know? Mm-hmm. You have to also learn how to talk to yourself when, you're beca- when, you, when, you, um, when you get emotional, when you get sad, when you're going through something traumatic, a turmoil, uh, grief, fear. 
you know? So it's not just respecting self. It's also respecting and giving your thoughts and feelings the same grace that you give yourself and the same respect, not just body-wise, physically, even your spirit and your soul, your emotions, you know, Mm -hmm. how you address them. So I also think that's, that's important you know and you know loving yourself overall is a positive view of yourself you know mm-hmm. and as well as and and that's not saying that you always feel positive you know always be you know always be positive about yourself at times that 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 will be unrealistic because we're human we're humans you know what i mean so you have to develop um That's why I guess I always, especially you, I tell you to journal. Because when you journal, when you're having these bad days and stuff like that, and these bad emotions, you can go back and just revisit these thoughts. You know, you, 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 because when you journal, you write down all your good, what has happened, the good things that has happened. You know, you, you note those down because those things are going to be something that you will need to to remember like go back to when when you have one of these crappy days you know what i mean so and also i always say to write yourself um affirmations words of encouragement staying in the word and by the way i know i said that um being in the word too much is religious now there's nothing like that i was really wrong so i really want to rectify that um the word is life the word of god is life and the truth is in the word of god because when you pray and ask for god to open your eyes when you start reading the word It's like you're walking with him through these stories. And I'm telling you, you catch God, his emotions in there. You you learn how he is is as a person. So the one thing that I can say, the word of God, you, you can't have too much of it. And I really wanted to rectify that because I said that, I think I said that on my first episode. Was it the first or the second? I think it was the second episode. the second episode yeah and 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 my son had to tell me like literally my 14 year old <laughs> is the one who told me like mom uh i think what you said was wrong and then i also heard it from a really dear close friend of mine that also reiterated on the same thing and you know because and i think where that came from was um you know, sometimes I do struggle where I feel like just doing too much of, you know, reading the Bible is being religious because, I mean, I've been through religion abuse, like, and I mean, religion, not even abuse, trauma. I've been uh, uh, traumatized religion by religious people and not saying that they're all bad. There's the ones that are, there's good and in, 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 there's good and evil in everything, you know, even I mean, honestly. So I just wanted to rectify that. So, moving forward with self-love. So, self-love, what do self-love look like, honey? Saying positive things to yourself, forgiving yourself when you mess up, meeting your own needs, being assertive, not letting others take advantage of you or abusing, you know, prioritizing. prioritizing your health and well-being. 
spending a town spending time around people who support you and build you up and and avoiding people who don't asking for help letting go grudges or anger that holds you back that is basically especially right there we want to stop right there letting go of grudges and anger that holds you back that means you have to heal from your past people who have wronged you you know you we also have to you know i used to be the same way right there um i used to be the same way and even my son <laughs> told you that even he had experienced the same thing when it comes to you know his relationship with his father and we have to learn how to take accountability of our own choices we cannot blame god and the universe and whoever uh, i mean whoever you believe in for the choices that you have made because l- listen in the beginning with the, the things that my son has listed and what he is speaking it says not letting others take advantage of you of you or abuse you so when somebody wrong you and you still sit there and allow that to happen that don't have anything to do anybody it was see your now, choice see now letting not letting others take advantage of you or abuse you we can relate that to racism so like i learned this from a movie um it was a disney movie that i watched it was called zombies 3 it was called zombies and like it basically showed me that what if you're not some if you're not perfect like other people and they don't respect you for that don't let them put you down for it because that will change who you are will change who you are because if you change who you are and want to be like them that's um that's an open that's an open how do I say it? That's an open door to losing that's your a, identity. That's you an be- open door to losing your identity and like making them control you like how like like how white people were controlling black people. I'm not saying that like I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to like it, No, speak. I'm not no, trying to say it. Like like how white people were um controlling black people cuz like black people were black and white people were white and white people were like had more rights than black people still does but continue Mm -hmm. but um and like black people were like black people um didn't like who they were and like they just wanted to be someone else they just wanted to be like white people and that you know um i'm basically trying to say if you want if you're trying to be somebody else and not be yourself then that will lead that that will basically lead to racism control like how um, insecurity it's easy for somebody to control you when you have lost your identity and you start hating yourself because that becomes it's not self-love because you hate who you are and you the one thing about self-love is it's forgiving yourself when you when you mess up you also uh you value your feelings you know and and you have to also accept your imperfections you know and setting realistic expectation noticing your progress and effort and self-love is accepting yourself who you are completely as a whole 
I also want to say the reason why um, a lot of black people get no respect from a lot of people is because they didn't fight for who they were. They get disrespected and they just take it. Like if they didn't if, fight, they changed. Yeah, they didn't fight for who they were. They changed who they were instead of coming out and being who they were. And that's what led to a lot of racism and slavery and all that stuff. Even now, like, yeah. we've allowed um, the way things used to be, how we used to, you know, uh, do our idealistic uh, worship in, in, the, in the past. You know, I mean, we're not going to sit here and act blind to when our country where where um, the religion came in. Like there was a huge controversy when the Europeans came into Africa and they destroyed and burnt down everything. And how we used to to to, you know, how we used to. I'm trying to uh, how we used to worship spiritually. They came and burned everything and erased our our whole history and recreated a whole nother thing. And now we are living in a culture where it has been created by in this system. And this is basically what my son is trying to say. They cut off our belief system and they implemented religion. And they put certain popes in certain places to make sure that these things went through. And it's basically what he's saying is brainwash. It's brainwashing. That's what he's saying. We, our people were brainwashed to pick up other culture. And this is why a lot of people have lost their identity, have lost um, their connection with, you know, with, 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 you know, their, with this, uh, you know, with, with a lot of things, there's, there's, you've lost connections with your, um, your ancestors, you know, spiritually. I mean, and I'm not going to sit here and try to fake things because I really teach my children the true, the true history of our past. I do. And, and there is nothing worse than being cut off from the truth and especially when you don't know the full demographic of a story and you only know half of it oh you're gonna go crazy you'll be walking and 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 doing something that you don't even know completely what is about and i feel like a lot of people are um a lot of people are uh have to Go back and literally get into the history, not the history that is here. You got to go and and educate yourself in your own history, you know, and this is what and that's what my son is basically trying to say. But anyway, go ahead, baby. Um, I also want to put there that um, the reason why white people are respected for what they are and who they are is because they didn't let anybody penetrate for who they were. If you try to penetrate for who they were and try to change them by force, they, they're going to kill you. And that's just how they, they've always been the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's how black people went. They, they, free, they freely let others penetrate them and change who they were. And that's how a lot of racism started. And that's how a lot of like, they basically of slavery started. And, and when they did all of that, honestly, it's like, 
they taught us, they trained us how to not even work together because it's like survival for the fittest. Everybody is trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And instead of people seeing the bigger picture, because I always say, Abraham Lincoln, I don't agree with his notion because we all know what his ultimatum was when he said, United we stand, divided we, we fall. We know the true history of that because they were about to slaughter us and kill us all. And he told them, United we stand, divided we fall. If we do that, we're gonna be we're gonna be a nation that does not stand. But if we work together with them, we're gonna stand. And that's exactly, you know, what happened. You know, and you know, a lot of people can disagree, agree and disagree when it comes to that. But to be honest, when you look at our own people, our own gender, our own race, not gender, our own race. You know, and I always say this, like, we are the one race that do not know how to work together. We have allowed, I don't know why we're so competitive, like, when it comes to seeing one of us, you know, anybody prospering, like, it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's, and these groups. These these organizations, these groups that that are there, you know, they 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 I don't know, but we just need to do better people. So um <sighs> letting go of grudges and angers will hold you back, recognizing your strength. Valuing your feelings, making healthy choices most of the time. Living in accordance with your values, pursue pursuing your interests and goals, challenging yourself, challenging yourself, holding yourself accountable, giving yourself healthy treats, accepting your imperfections, setting realistic expectations, noticing your progress and effort. So those were basically a list of self what you know, a list that I made. Um, me and my son created um, of what self-love looks like and you know and another thing like we have to also understand why do we need to love ourselves you know why especially when you grow up without any models of self-love or anyone who talked to you about the importance of being good to yourself you might question its value because I did. I I questioned it. I never grew up with any model that taught me any of that, you know? And well, without, you know, and well, without self-love, you're likely to be highly self-critical and fall into people pleasing and per- perfectionism. And that's exactly what I became. You know, I I was people and when you when you become a people pleaser that's when you open doors for people to literally start abusing you and taking advantage of you you know that goes back to our list of what self-love look like and people pleasing that is these are and, and if you don't put work in yourself because you choose to be lazy, because I'm real. I don't know how to be fake or raw. I, I'm just real. 
So if you choose to be lazy with self, and that that is being ignorant, you know, because the only way you can get out of bondage or where you're stuck at, you have to start applying knowledge and wisdom and you have to learn these things because if they weren't taught you have to now start self-teaching yourself and you if you sitting there waiting for somebody to come teach you something the world we live in baby look around ain't nobody gonna do that so when you wind up getting to a place where you start hating people isolating Got yourself gated and guarded because... And if you beg for somebody to cheat you, that's literally another open door to come and penetrate you. Literally, you, you're, you're being vulnerable. You cannot... The world is, is a beast and is waiting for you to, be, to swallow you the moment you show some weakness and vulnerability. What I, tr- I tell people, what I tell people and what I try to tell people is... Write down all your weaknesses. This is what I did. I wrote down every bit of my weaknesses. I told my son to do the same thing. Write down everything that it makes you vulnerable and it is a weakness. And then what you do is once you have made that list, you start working on yourself and strengthening those weaknesses. Because once you strengthen those weaknesses, nobody can come and hit those or try to manipulate or deceive you and penetrate. There ain't no way. Because once you have removed all your weaknesses and vulnerability, what else? You're too powerful. <laughs> Some people will say it becomes self you become self-absorbed. Please don't pay attention to things because some people they get jealous that you have so much love and you're comfortable in your own skin then they start trying to put all these names and labels on you to make you get back to doubting and questioning yourself so be careful with that so being self-absorbed is a good thing yes it is it's a good thing because when you're self-absorbed you love yourself and let me tell you when you love yourself you are able to love others and treat them with the same respect and love that you give yourself and understanding and forgive you know because you're able to do that for yourself and it won't even hurt you a bit so you so you're okay so back to this we were you know you're more likely to also tolerate abuse or mistreatment from others you may neglect your own needs and feelings because you don't value yourself and you may self-sabotage or make decisions that aren't in your own best interest so you start making decisions who are in the best interest of others but not yourself that's self-sabotage. Self-love is also a type of rep- self-love is also a type of protection and defense. Once you have self-love, there will be people that are that will try to like that will try to like put you in fear. So like if somebody threatens to put you in jail or or like puts a puts a gun at your head, you're gonna be scared. You're gonna be in fear, and that's a vulnerability and an open door to penetrate. And that's a weakness and that's something that you have to work on you don't be afraid you don't be afraid of death you don't get afraid you don't get afraid of going to jail for a couple of years and that's going to go on your record you don't be afraid of that you gotta 
focus ahead and to your future mm-hmm. and self-love basically my son is saying you don't walk in fear and what we were saying about racism because that is how they 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 penetrate us black people they come and they see our oppression and our weaknesses and they come and give you a deal to sell your own people that's what my son is literally basing that example on moving backwards to what we were saying about racism now back to what right mm-hmm. now back to what we were speaking Self-love is the foundation that allows us to assertive. To that allows us to be assertive. Assertive. Set boundaries. Set boundaries and create a healthy relationship with others. Practice self-care. Pursue our interests and goals and feel proud of who we are. And keep your enemies at a a distant, mm-hmm. <laughs> a far away distant. Mm-hmm. That means it doesn't mean that you don't love and you pray for them. You can love. You're like literally, okay, for example, you, you, you've been in a relationship and, or a friend who have hurt you. Hate is such a, a horrible word and it takes a lot of energy. Like, oh my God, it takes so, I know this thing. Like, you, oh my God. Hate is one of the, the most toxic energy you could ever allow to penetrate your body boundaries what my son is saying is boundaries and perimeters when somebody shows you who they are and is negative towards you keep them at a distance that does not mean you hate them you love them you pray for them but you create boundaries and perimeters to protect yourself so that does not happen again and this not only protects you it protects them so nobody does a spiritual offense against God, literally. And it stops people from creating hate, anger, because that situation can escalate to something so far bigger and catastrophic. So that's just that. Now, self-love versus narcissism. Narcissism. (laughs) Lord... In addition to questioning whether self-love is really necessary, another big barrier to self-love is the belief that it's narcissistic or selfish. When psychologists and therapists therapists encourage self-love, they aren't talking about putting yourself on a pedestal above everyone else. Narcissists believe they're better than others and won't acknowledge or take responsibility of their mistakes and flaws. They also seek extraneous extraneous amounts of external validation and recognition. Narcissists also lack empathy for others. Self-love on the other hand on the other hand isn't showing off isn't showing isn't about showing off how great you are. People who love themselves in a healthy way know that they are flawed and make mistakes and they accept and care about themselves. Despite their imperfections, self-love doesn't prevent you from caring about others. It simply means you can give yourself in this same kindness that you give to others. And basically, self-love, narcissism, a narcissist will never accept self-criticism. What is it? Um, constructive criticism. 
because sometimes it's okay to be given advice and it's, it's okay to listen to somebody else's opinion or whatever they're trying to tell you. Self-criticism is only meant for you. It's only meant for growth and development purposes. But if you're not taking accountability and you're not accepting your mistakes, you're not growing. You're a narcissist. So there's a difference between self-love versus a narcissist. And that's basically that, you know, and um, putting self-love into practice. Often when things are hard to do, we avoid them. You might notice that you have thoughts like these. I'll take a break and focus on myself after I've taken care of my family. Hmm, don't we all do a lot of that? I know I do. <laughs> Noticing my feelings and journaling sounds like a lot of work. We, do, we tolerate a lot of distractions. Like a lot of people are workaholics. We have a lot of addictions and it doesn't have to be drugs. Anything that distracts you from literally the most important thing that you need to do. And you know what you're distracting yourself. You don't want to address. And a lot of people, because I used to do the same thing. I will be so busy doing everything just to avoid. And I want to fix everybody else's life. Help this person. Help this person. But never wanted to sit down and literally help myself and internalize myself. And we do that a lot. We do that a lot because we're self-reflecting. We're self-reflecting. They need help, but whole time you're the one that needs help. Literally. And you, we have to learn how to recognize our own actions, our own feelings, our own emotions, and learn how to respectfully and gracefully deal with them in, in the most humblest way. You understand? So noticing my feelings, noticing my feelings and journaling sounds like a lot of work. I'm afraid I won't be able to change. I want to be less self-critical, but I don't know how. Self-care seems self-indulgent. Oh my God, I have heard so much about that. People tell it, like, I love doing my self-care. Can you imagine somebody telling me that you love yourself too much? Excuse me? What's wrong with loving yourself too much? Now, do you know they were self-reflect? Like, how can I not love myself too much? Like, imagine being a hater. Like, what? Like, people really do say that. These, And I'm really mentioning these things because I want y'all to recognize these things when they're happening. I have too much to do. I know this relationship isn't good for me, but I don't want to be alone. Oh, my God. I did that for 10 years in my previous marriage. And the, oh my God. And another thing that I want to add to that. I know this relationship isn't good for me, but I don't want to be alone. Another one that we usually say, I'm scared to leave him and all the work that I've done. And then he, uh, the moment I leave him, he changed and another woman gets him. And all the work, hard work that I've done was for nothing. Baby. A man will change for the one he truly loves. And if he ain't changing for you, he is not. He does not love you. Point you blank, period. The truth hurts, but it sets you free, baby. Hmm. Once you forgive somebody, you can forgive, but you can never forget. You can forgive him for what he did, but you will never forget. But you'll never forget. 
what he did to you. And what he's saying by that is through an, uh, a toxic relationship, you will learn your value. That's what he means. Do never forget the experience because out of that experience, you learn your value. And what you, where you can, you will never go back to something like that. Like, you know, the track mark, the, the, the trick, you know, the trail that it left in your life, because this is how I looked at it. I know the trail, and I kept repeating the same cycles over and over and over again. But you have to, we, we, and these are our choices. We, we, we choose to tolerate these things. But until we get sick and tired and sick and tired, nobody can save you out of your own toxic cycles. You have to change your response, your choices, your decision. And you have to also sit down and self-reflect. And don't be afraid of going back and self-reflecting and saying, this is my decision. I chose that. I did that because we, t- we, we spend too much pointing the finger of our, our abuser. But at the same time, we accepted it. We accepted it. And the moment you accept that, wow, I never knew that I didn't love myself because if I really loved myself, I would have never tolerated that kind of treatment. Leave alone that kind of relationship. At that point, you have found your value. And you start exploring that when you're exploring yourself internally. And then it start reflecting externally. Right, baby? Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah. Oh. And then um, I've been surviving on five hours of sleep for years. So it can be that it can't be that bad. Let me tell y'all something about sleep. Me and my kids go through this all the time. <laughs> Especially when they're on summer vacation. They want to just stay up. But let me tell y'all, there is really an importance of getting some sleep. Eight hours. Even a nap is good for you because your mind is like a computer, right? Your mind is like a computer. If our computer stays on for too long... Do you think a computer can stay on for 12 to 24 hours? It's going to start heating up, like literally. And it starts slowing down because it needs a break. So your mind is like a computer. You're always creating something, thinking. Like every thought becomes, every thought that we have in our mind becomes a reality. Literally. And that's a fact. And I don't care who says otherwise. See now. If you don't get enough sleep now, and if you don't enjoy the sleep that you have now... You have a chemical imbalance. If you don't enjoy the sleep, sleep and the time that you have now, later on, if you have jobs and priorities, you're going to miss that sleep. Because you're not going to get any sleep at all. And your mind don't function well without sleep. It doesn't. You're easily irritable. You, you easily to get angry. Like, when you go to sleep, it's like it's a... It's a factory reset. It's like how you reset your phone. Mm-hmm. And when you do a reset on your phone, your phone start working like that. It will come from being slow, even a computer. When you do a factory reset, it comes back to live. It's the same thing when it comes to your people. You got I cannot say this enough. I love my beauty sleep. I don't care. I'd rather sleep too much than sleep not at all. You know, like I take naps. My kids take naps, except the summer. I struggle with that. They want 
me to respect their summer vacation. And I don't blame them. That is valid. But when they go to school, my kids are on set schedule. Nine o'clock, bedtime. I'm out too. I'm going to sleep too. Right after them. T- 9, 30, 10, I'm out. I wake up at five in the morning. Sometimes the spirit of God wakes me up between 3 a.m., 4 p.m., sometimes five in the morning. But I wake up six in the morning faithfully and I do my workout. And when I'm doing my workouts, I'm saying my affirmation. I'm listening to the word in my in my AirPods while I'm running, I'm jogging. And if I'm not listening to the word, best believe I'm listening to some gospel music. You And another thing, you have to watch what you invite to your mind and into your ears and what you allow your eyes to see. Because these senses, you have to protect them. Because your mind is literally like a sponge. You have to think about the things how a child is, literally. Even your mind, when you're an adult, is still absorbing everything. And you cannot, especially when you're an adult, you have to be careful. This is where responsibility comes in. Because when you allow negative things to always absorb in your ear, that's why I don't even watch the news. I can't. I don't care. If something is meant for me to know, trust and believe, I will find it will come to me one way or the other. It's not that serious. People be out here talking about, oh, I got to stay tuned and know what is going on in the world. Protect your mind, your sanity. Because you start manifesting this reality around you. And that's a fact. There's a reason why they say protect the mind. The mind is a powerful tool and a beautiful thing to waste. And I'm so sorry. And that is a fact. (sighs) So it's normal to be abivent. Abivalent about self-love or making any change. However, loving yourself doesn't mean you have to change everything about your life. Just try to treat yourself a little better than you did yesterday. To get, to get started, I suggest that you identify one loving thing that one thing you can do for yourself today. It could be supportive thought or action. Next Write down what you're going to do when you'll do it. Writing it down increases accountability and makes it more likely that you'll follow through. As you add more and more loving thoughts and actions to your daily life, they'll they'll begin to crowd out some of your self-defeating thoughts and behaviors. With practice, self-love will become second nature. And with that being said... That is that, and that is that. (laughs) That was good. It was. That was really good. I really, truly hope this helps everybody. And please like, share. I love hearing. I love getting feedback. Y'all know on my Facebook page, our Facebook page, not my Facebook, Lord Jesus. Mm. Our Facebook page is um, that you can send us feedback is Rising Phoenix's Table Talk Show. You can find us there or at Table Talk 444. You guys can um, send us feedbacks on there. 
um, any suggestion, even um, when you listen to these podcasts, please um, subscribe, like, share, love it. um, Because we want to, and I also love hearing suggestions and topics that you would like me and my baby to, um, y'all guys, excuse me, um, to to have these discussion because these things, we're doing this to, um, to help people because I've been there, I've done that, and where I was at mentally, nobody thought that I was going to make it out. I was so suicidal. My son can tell you, he didn't think his mom was going to say it. <laughs> she was so suicidal. I couldn't even find a way to even help her, but I guess I, I guess she just got out of it somehow. Thank God. Yeah, I had no hope. So trust me. <laughs> ah, if I can do it, you, you can, can too. Right? Yeah. With God, all things are possible. Period. I'm telling y'all. And I I don't care how like and 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 and, and your relationship with God and Christ, with with God, honestly, is basically like DNA. It will never be the same like everybody else. So please don't be out there trying to compare yourself to other people. There's a reason why you are made different. Your destiny and your purpose is different because your whole life, your value, your mindset, everything about you is different from everybody else and is incomparable, just like your DNA. Remember that. And I love y'all. I'll see y'all back here next week. Bye. Bye.